What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralta at Sports Talk Matt on Twitter to follow me. Same name on the Discord channel at Sports Talk Matt. I hang out in the Daily Juice Discord channel. Well, subsection of our Discord for the Daily Juice. This podcast always being brought to you by BetMGM and the $10 offer to win $150 when you sign up for a new account at BetMGM or BetMGM.com on the application. Juice150 is that promo code for a $10 bet to win $150 in free wagers from BetMGM. We're on YouTube, on the Betting Pros YouTube channel for video, audio, wherever you get your audio podcasts. Hey guys, February 1st, what's up? I will have more details as the month goes on, but our giveaway this month is an autographed TJ Watt jersey. Not bad. That's a pretty cool giveaway. So we've got that, the NFL sack leader for this year and the co-record holder for most sacks in a season. We've got that giveaway for you Pittsburgh Steelers fans coming up here during the month of February. More details on how you can win that coming up, but keep your ears out for the February giveaway for betting pros and the Daily Juice podcast. All right. So a one in one night last night, we got some benefits and we got some negatives. So Joel Embiid out. Number flipped to minus three and a half. Memphis loses by three. So we get three and a half. The hook is good for us. So we get that closing line value that barely got there. If you bet plus three, two and a half, two, one, zero, minus one, I guess on Philly, you would have covered, but uh, no, I guess no, on minus one wouldn't have covered, minus two, minus three, minus four, all the numbers on Memphis didn't cover. The only number that covered was the number we bet, which was the first plus three and a half on Memphis. So we get there on the hook, but then Trey Young was out for the Atlanta Hawks. That number completely flipped. We laid two and a half points last night. That number closed, I think it was plus two, plus two and a half for Atlanta. And they wind up losing the game to the Raptors. So that's unfortunate. Their win streak is over and we go one and one in the night. So here's what I'm doing tonight. I've been going one and one a lot. So I've decided to go three college basketball bets for us here tonight, just to say we're either going to go two and one, one and two, oh, and three, three and oh, but, but the, we're not going to have a juice night where they're going to be up or down. All right. Here on a Tuesday. So three bets, half unit, College, ba- college basketball going for tonight. We're just going to get away from the NBA for a little bit. It's midweek NBA is such a difficult crapshoot. And with these guys, I mean, both Joel Embiid, why did he sit against John Morant? Like, come on, man. That's an MVP battle. Bad game for him to sit. And then Trey Young out. That stunk. So, you know, betting overnight in the NBA is very treacherous. So let's do some college basketball. All right, let's start with there are two, three big games well, three big games, but two really big games. Uh, let's start with Auburn in Alabama. Auburn at home, laying seven and a half points against the Crimson Tide. Now, I was on Baylor at home and Alabama won the game outright. I had said before that like all of gambling Twitter was on Alabama. Should have listened. That was a good read by them. Bad fade by me. Baylor again tonight looked bad, but Auburn has not looked bad. Auburn is 16 and five against the number. Auburn is seven and one against the spread in the SEC. Auburn is 10 and one against the spread at home. Alabama, eight and 13 against the number overall. One and seven Alabama in the SEC against the spread and four and six on the road here up against their arch rivals in Auburn. So Auburn last time out laying nine and a half against Oklahoma. I was on that personally. They won the game by 18. It was a little bit close. The last time we backed Auburn was during the Friday parlay. 
and Auburn won the game by one point. So they did not, or I guess that wasn't a Friday parlay. That was like a Tuesday parlay or a Wednesday parlay that we missed. But Auburn won the game. They were favored by 12 and a half points on the road and they won by one. That snapped the run they were on covering, winning and covering, dating all the way back to pre-Christmas on the 22nd of December. That was the last time they failed. So Auburn didn't fail, didn't cover against North Alabama on December 14th, on December 18th against St. Louis, and on the 25th of January against Missouri. But every other game going back to the 24th of of November, which is their only loss, a six point overtime loss to UConn. They've covered every game. <laughs> They've covered every game. Auburn's a machine. Alabama has to hit a ton of threes to stay in this game. I don't think that they will do that. Auburn was a three point favorite in Tuscaloosa. They won by four. It was tight. If you remember closing line value where you bet it, it mattered, came down to the very last shot for us to get there. And I believe we had three and a half. I think we covered four was number it closed at. So Auburn wins that game and covers. We're going back to the well here with Auburn laying seven and a half points. I like Auburn here to get a victory on at home against Alabama, Bama, Big win over Baylor, a little bit of a letdown spot in some ways. They beat Baylor. They've got Auburn and then Kentucky for Alabama. I could see them playing really hard against Kentucky, but this middle game, even though it is Auburn and their arch rival, I think this is going to be a tough night for Alabama shooting threes. I think Auburn's bigs go to work. Hostile environment. Don't think the tide keeps it close. I'm going to lay seven and a half. Auburn, half a unit at home up against Alabama. Play number two, Kansas at Iowa State. Last time these two teams played, Iowa State was catching 13 points and lost by one. Just lost the game. Had a shot at the buzzer to beat Kansas. We were on Kansas in that game. Kansas is 8-12 and 12 against the spread this year. They're 2-5 and five in the Big 12, and they've not covered in their last four games. In fact, they are 3-7 and seven against the spread over their last 10 and 3 and 6 on the road. It's been quite the run here. They're winning, but they're not covering. They lost by 18 as five point favorites against Kentucky last time out, laying seven and a half at home against Texas Tech, the one by three. On the road at Kansas State, laying six, one by three. On the road at Oklahoma, we were on Oklahoma in that game, plus three and a half. Oklahoma covered. They lost the game by three. They did pound West Virginia, but Iowa State got them at home. They won the game, but they didn't cover that 13-point line. And on the road at Texas Tech, they lost the game outright, laying seven, lost the game by eight. On the other side, Iowa State's a scrappy bunch, man. They play hard. They love when Kansas comes to town. This is where Hilton Magic comes in. The crowd's at full throat. They're going crazy. They just beat Missouri as 11-point home favorites. They won by 17. They beat Oklahoma State on the road. We took Iowa State in that game against Oklahoma State, and they won by three as three-point dogs. They lost to TCU and Texas Tech in the two games before that, but they beat Texas, and they lost to Kansas by one in the two previous games. This is at home, catching four and a half points. Iowa State is four and four in the Big 12 against the spread. They are eight and six against the number at home, 13 and eight overall against the number for the Cyclones. And I got a home dog here in conference play in a, in a game they feel like they should have won in Lawrence. They feel like they should have already beaten these guys. 
I think you got Kansas coming off a loss. You might say, you know, KU is going to come out and play really strong and bounce back, but maybe not. They've been leaking oil here over the last couple of weeks. Look, very well could be a two or three point win, even a four point win for Kansas. But I like the four and a half points. I like that we get two possessions. I like the fact that there are, you know, I could see Iowa State winning this game outright, frankly. Okay. I like Kansas's team, but I think Iowa State defensively puts them right in line to win this game. I think the unders in play at 138, if you want to kind of double dip on this game, Iowa State's been, you know, pretty, eh, they've been all right, I guess. KU has been better on the road, 6-2-1 to the over. Iowa State is 5-9 and nine to the over. I lean under here on this game. Iowa State overall 12 and 9 to the under on the season. Uh 4 and 6 or sorry, yeah, 4 and 6 to the under over the last 10 games. So they've been you know a little bit of an overrun here, but last time out against Missouri, two of the last three games have gone under. I lean under, but I like Iowa State at home plus four and a half more. Maybe the game gets more high scoring than I think. We're taking Iowa State half a unit at plus four and a half. And for the tiebreaker, in case we go one and one, like we've been going one and one a lot lately, picking two games. Let's talk about the Creighton Blue Jays against Connecticut. And I know you're going to eye roll because a lot of you guys, I personally was on the Creighton Blue Jays against Xavier at home in the annual pink out game. I generally back the Jays in that game. They came out with intensity. There's always a lot of emotion in the building as they raise money for cancer research and cancer survivors inside of uh, Chai Center. And it's 17,000 people wearing pink. The team's wearing pink. They auction off the jerseys. It's always really emotional. Jays got off to a big lead, huge lead, and then fell apart at home against Xavier. Just collapsed. This team has now collapsed in the second half against Butler and against Xavier. So it is a little scary. However, the Jays went 3-0 last year against UConn, including a win in stores, where this game is coming up tonight. The Jays are 5-4 against the spread at home, sorry, on the road rather, and UConn is 5-5 against the spread at home. Jays are 5-3 in Big East play against the spread. Same with UConn. UConn's been very, very good this year. They're one of the more, I mean, getting this team back in the Big East is a big deal. They're currently 15-4. They've won five consecutive games and they're 9-1 at home. I don't think the Jays win this game. However, the line is 9.5. Nine and a half. I know offensively the Jays can be challenged in, and, and they are not great here. Okay. I, I, they're on, not on a great stretch road game. I get it. But nine and a half points in a conference game is heavy to me. Okay. That's a lot of points to be laying. And frankly, you know, the Jays last year, you know, they beat him in overtime, 76-74, beat him in Omaha, 74-66 last year, beat him in New York City in the Big East tournament, 59-56. Different team last year, different team this year. Not debating this, de- debating this, but like Greg McDermott, 3-1 and one all-time against Dan Hurley. The only loss was in Rhode Island, beat the Creighton Blue Jays back in the 2017 NCAA tournament. Only loss here. And the Jays have been pretty good this year against top 25 teams. They're 2-4 and four currently, outright straight up, against top 25 teams. They normally play them really hard. And they're looking for their fourth quad one win of the season. And they're back to against the wall. Okay? Frankly. Lost two games in a row. Don't want to lose three games in a row here to start February. I think they do lose, but I think they fight. 
and I think they keep the game close. I'm going to take the nine and a half points. That's a lot of points in a conference game with a good coach. I know it's a young team learning how to win, but I think they'll respond after two very bad games against Butler and Xavier. I think they're going to play passionate basketball defensively get after it. And I think they keep this game close. I do think they fall short, but I think they keep it within nine and a half points. I'm going to take the nine and a half points. Creighton at UConn at plus nine and a half. I'm going to roll with the Jays here tonight. All right. So we're going with three plays, all half a unit plays. We're taking Auburn minus seven and a half at home against Alabama. We're, we're taking Iowa state plus four and a half at home against Kansas. And I'm taking the Creighton Blue Jays plus nine and a half at UConn here. Three bets, half a unit. If anything else pops up, I may take the other half a unit and throw it in play. Maybe hockey. I got to watch that Panthers and, and Rangers line. It's an interesting game. Rangers are a very good team at home, straight up and plus one and a half goals on the puck line. And you've got a Panthers team on a back-to-back that scored eight goals last night. Rangers might be in play there to keep that game close. So that, that's one hockey game I'm eyeballing. I might have a play on that, but I'm not positive as of yet. Nothing really in the NBA. Maybe Steph Curry under threes, but nothing 100% yet for that other half a unit. If I do find something I like, I'll put it on the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat to get in or on YouTube, the link underneath me to get in. Maybe NBA player props. So it was nothing last night that I liked. Maybe something tonight that I'll like that I'll jump in for that other half a unit. So stay tuned on that. My name is Matt Peralt. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt each and every morning. It's the Daily Juice podcast. Always being brought to you by BetMGM. MGM.